Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are back. The Border Podcast with Scotty Conley. I am Scotty Conley, a.k.a. The Body. And uh, we got a special guest, but before we get to him, first off, want to apologize for the sound quality on the last episode. If you listen to it, you're definitely messing with the volume a lot. Uh, I was told that I need to actually social distance myself away from the microphone a little bit, so I'm going to try to stay a little bit further away from the microphone, be a little quieter, trying to use my mellow voice, and uh, we're going to bring in our guest. I'm sipping on some Silly Rabbit Ale right now. Yes, sir. I got my NASCAR jacket on. Yes, sir. I'm writing freestyles about pop culture icons. Yes, sir. So, of course, you know we're being joined. Or maybe you don't know if you live outside of the South. He might not have got there yet, but he's on his way, I promise you. We have Tampa skater, Tampa rapper, Big Baby Scumbag. What's going on, man? How you doing today, sir? Thank you for joining us. Um... Like I said, the guests are going to be random. Last time we had Bo Mitchell, first guest was myself uh, being interviewed, so who knows where we're going to go. Today we have a rapper from Tampa who is breaking onto the national scene, traveling international, and we're going to get the story on him, figure out uh, how he started skating in Tampa, and how that led to a, a career in rap music and having a signature condom. Yes, sir. <laughs> So first off, uh, Mister, how do you how do people address you in a um, casual sense, baby, Mister Scumbag? See, it, uh, it really depends. It depends. Like my friends, like Pablo, will call me baby. Okay. Like, uh, and and of course, Mama said baby. You done came a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom calls me. Okay, so my real name is Tyrell. So my okay. Mom, see, I didn't even know your real name before my that. My mom calls me Relly. That's like my childhood. Okay. Nickname. Which also could be a rap name. Right. <laughs> so Young Rally, little Rally. It's cool. Big nobody rally. nobody nobody really calls me the full big baby scumbag. Okay. It's either well, fans do. But yes. usually if people recognize me, you know what I'm saying, at Walmart, whatever, and they're familiar with me, they'll be like a baby or like a scumbag, like, you know what I'm saying? But uh at first my name was just baby scumbag. Okay. So um, how the name kind of started was like, uh, it was me and some homies from back in middle school. They started a group, they called it Scumbag World. Okay. Um, and I was like, damn, I need a name. Like, I need a cool name because they were Skinny Scumbag, Lil Scumbag. It was kind of like an ASAP thing where it was like, you have ASAP Rocky, ASAP yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn, I need a cool name. So I was like, uh, I'm going to make it Baby Scumbag. And then that was taken on Twitter, the Twitter handle Baby Scumbag. That's the that's the uh, the skater. The skater. Actually. Oh, yeah. okay. So I was like, we don't have to talk about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, shit, it's taken. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the big, in front of it, big okay. Baby Scumbags. 
That's the name, baby. And uh, you grew up in, in uh, town and country, yep. which is on the outskirts of Tampa. Um, it's like a pretty heavy like Latin community. Yeah, yeah. So and they also have really good barbecue, Jazzy's, yeah, yeah, Jazzy's barbecue. Yeah. Jazzy's barbecue. Well, my my tattoo shop was uh, across the street from Jazzy's barbecue. Shout out Ink Fink. Uh, oh, Mooka. I know Ink Fink. Yeah. Where? Okay. Yeah. 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 Mooka. Right. Mooka. So shout out Mooka. Shout out Red. But yeah, man, I, I remember going to Jazzy's when I was like a kid. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Mooka actually did a bunch of uh, Antoine Dixon's yeah. tattoos when he, yeah. when he was down here in Tampa. Yeah. Like dude. he kind of like he was staying at my house for a while for like a month. It was oh, it was it was a crazy tight. month. Was I he brought free tats? I didn't give him a free any. I gave him a free couch to sleep on, like, <laughs> and he just had hella weed. <laughs> no, I mean, was you getting free tats from? Oh no, 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 because no. <laughs> Antoine was going in and, and like paying full price because he was supporting. Like he was yeah. down. Like yeah, it was it was good. I remember I was in dude. I was in like the tenth grade when I found out about Muka. I found out Muka was tattooing Antoine. I'm like some 15 year old kid. I'm like fuck. I want tattoos. Like, but you know, at that time, like if you was underage, you needed to like sign a waiver. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had to get it uh, notarized and yeah, shit. My your mom parents. Yeah. yeah, my mom wasn't having that. <laughs> so. All right, so that's cool. Uh, so we talked about Muka tattooing our boy Antoine Dixon. Shout out to both of those dudes. So and then. You're like a huge uh, Baker and Deathwish fan as a kid, yeah, growing up skateboarding. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So, dude, I saw the beginning of all that stuff because when I first started going to skate park in Tampa, um, like Jeff Lenosi was a local, and yeah, Reynolds from, he, Reynolds was a local. Jeff Lenosi from Clearwater. Reynolds, Reynolds is from, from Lakeland. Lakeland, Lakeland, Lakeland. And uh, dude, they would be skating the skate park on like a regular Friday night, and it would just be like, oh my god, this is back when like this is like late 90s Learn. I'm in okay. like mid like 97 98 okay. like so, Andrew so Reynolds, Reynolds was still like AM on Birdhouse uh, for Birdhouse yeah, yeah. and uh, the, the first Tampa Pro I ever went to Andrew, Andrew Reynolds won it I think it was like 97 or 98 that's right man. but yeah those dudes were there shout out You're, to the boss man yes you were a big Baker Deathwish fan in skateboarding uh, grew up so you, you t I remember you telling me you were in town and country and then uh, you moved in with your grandma? Yeah, so I dropped out of school. Uh, I dropped out my junior year. Um, and I was living with my parents. And they was on some shit like, oh, if you're not going to be in school, we don't want you living here. <laughs> so they was like, you're going to live with your grandma uh, across town. That was right next to Ebor. So okay. I uh, started living with my grandma. And, and was, then were you, were you already skateboarding at that point? Yeah. Okay. So I was Just in the neighborhood pushing around, mobbing? Yeah, I was skateboarding. Uh, I started started when I was twelve. Okay. Yeah. So I was like sixteen at that point. So. Yeah. Okay. I've been so for like six, seven years. And and then now you're living at grandma's house, close enough to skate to the skate park. Um, Were you taking the bus? At that point, okay. So at that point, I was skating, but skating wasn't really a priority. Okay. It was between. Uh, okay, I dropped out my junior year. It was probably between like sixth grade and eleventh grade when I was just really going hard with the skateboard. Okay, this is when this is the same era that you know you were seeing Robin Big on TV and yep. you know the skate video game had just came out, so it was like so much influence. So that's that's really where I started skating, it's like Robin Big, watching watching Robin Big and. 
playing skate and, and then I was like man I don't want to be a poser I want to know how to do this shit like in real see life. It, it, and it's funny when that stuff was coming out and like Tony Hawk video game was coming out people like skateboarding is a super critical audience mm-hmm. and they're just like quick to call out fakeness yeah so like Robin Big was called out very quick yeah immediately yeah. called out <laughs> and uh it was too mainstream it was and too... uh but but then you hear these stories on the back end about all the all the skaters that actually did create Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, all right, Rob, good for you, man. You like brought a whole bunch of people. Yeah, like, Tony, yeah, like yeah. the Tony Hawk video game brought so many people into yeah, skateboarding. Like, yeah, I started like, skateboarding because of X Games. Like all that lame outside stuff that's created by the outside world. I mean, still has value yeah. as far as bringing skateboarders into the scene. And like, then it's up to the locals to actually teach you what the real shit is. Right. Like, just like anything, man. Like you learn the whack shit and then you learn how to look and stay away from it yeah that's like uh that's like somebody that only listens to the radio and only know like migos and young thug and all of this stuff you don't know any underground artists and it's like okay this is cool but let me show you the nitty-gritty let me show you exactly you know what I'm exactly yeah so. and yeah dude it's easy to find that easy to find that stuff now with the internet but it was mm. super like back in the day it was hard to find like the underground stuff unless you actually like Knew exactly what you were looking for. Yeah, man. But uh, let's see. Checking out my notes on your timeline here. So he's a skater. He's a rapper. What skaters do you like that are rappers? And then also, what rappers do you like that claim they're skaters? Uh, Terry Kennedy, a thousand percent. Okay. Uh I love how, so this is like super fun fact, but you know, a lot of people don't know Currency was in Fly Society. That was Terry Kennedy's group. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, you're right. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, dude. But I did see him perform at a street league after party one time. So that makes sense. So he has that connection to skateboarding. This this is like mid 2000s era. So I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Like, and then uh, I remember when Terry Kennedy had, he, he had put out a diss to Lupe. Because Lupe had made that kick push song. Yes. And Terry had felt like, you know, like you rapping about this whole lifestyle, but you don't really skate, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? That was pretty cool. But yeah, like Terry Kennedy is my favorite uh, skater turned rapper. I think that's Jeremy Rogers as well. Uh, I would say. Current dudes, we got Nikkel Smith. uh, uh, Sage El Sasser, aka Navy Blue. I like Black Dave. You like Black Dave? I like Black Dave. All right, hell yeah! Shout out to New York, Black Dave. I'm um, gonna say, uh, hmm. I'm gonna say, who else? And who else, uh, who else, who else? how do you how do you feel about dudes like like Hobson, Tyler the Creator? I like Tyler. like dudes like dudes that rip on the mic for sure, yeah. and then they also like got this audience of skaters that ride with them too, like. It's cool. It's cool because, you know what I'm saying, uh, Tyler opened a lot of doors for like, you know, Tyler was the first new school, you know, kid of our generation to, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, be like, you don't have to be like this super tough street dude. You can like, you know what I'm saying? You can wear pink. Kind of like how Pharrell was doing it yeah. in the 2000s. Tyler kind of like revived that whole shit because he was so influenced by him. So he was like, yeah, like, you can fucking skateboard and fucking be in the weird shit and, like, wear pink. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And yeah, dude. Shouts out to Tyler, man. All right. So um, 
backtracking back to your skating in Ebor. Uh, I'll talk about how I originally found out that you existed. Um, obviously, you guys know I run the, the clothing company Shaquifa, do pop-up shops all over Tampa. Um, I got an opportunity to do a pop-up shop at a rap show for a dude called The Ugly God. And um, it's funny because I would have never heard of that guy unless somebody had brought him to my attention like a month. I literally heard of him like a month before that <laughs> concert. Just showed me the Bernie Sanders song, the Trap Trap Bernie Sanders he, he, video. He had that and then he had the... And then uh, Splash, on, splash yeah. on Your Bitch Like the Water. Dribble Your Bitch Like the Water. And then uh, Booty From a Distance. Yeah. That was my jam. Booty From a Distance. Booty From a yeah. Distance was a good one. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I did. I was like, holy crap, I can do a pop-up shop at the Ugly God show? Like, hell yeah. So I go to that show, do the pop-up shop. It went well. Had a good time at the show. Like, a year later... I meet this dude that's trying to buy a bunch of vintage gear off me. So he comes over to my house and like I sell him a bunch of stuff and he's like, dude, I know this rapper that's like from Tampa and like he knows who you are. He knows what Shaquifa is. He fucks with you guys. Like like he wants to get some shirts and like rep you guys in some videos. Like, look, here's his video. And he shows me one of your music videos and it was a music video that was filmed at the concert I was at. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching this music video and I'm just like, holy shit like I was at this con I was like yo Chan I was like I was at this concert <laughs> I was doing a pop up shop like that's your guy and he's like yeah that's my guy alright cool and I think uh, Chan, I'm trying to remember like what songs were out at that time like Jameis Winston was out uh, this, was, uh, this was like 2017 the, what was it like a Texaco freestyle or, uh, Texaco Texaco was Texaco was, was filmed at the corner store that I shopped at yeah that was in my neighborhood so like I was started to watch your videos and I'm just like oh my like this dude the is Sunoco right the Sunoco yeah yeah so this dude is actually filming his rap videos in places that I'm at yeah. like in front of businesses that I bet that I go to like oh, yeah. this dude filmed his whole like rap video inside the, the local corner store that, that I yeah. shopped at yeah and uh <laughs> I'm just like, how did I never know about this guy? Or naturally run into him filming a yeah, video at one of my yeah, spots. Yeah, man. And um, so Chance sets up the meet, and he's like, all right, yeah, you're going to just go to his house. Like, here's his number. Hit him up. I hit you up. And you're like, yeah, here's my address. Come on through. We're filming a video. Like, you could be in it. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, Literally right in front of grandma. Like, you don't want me in your video. But, okay, I'll come by and give you the shirts. Like, yeah. I'll look so out. Of, I'll look so weird. But, uh. So anyway, I show up to your house and, and I had just moved out of Ebor, but I get to your front door and I can see my back door from your front door. Mm -hmm. So we lived that close to each other for yes. like three or four years. Wow. For like three or four years and didn't even know it, never met, never even knew, like he knew I existed. I didn't know he existed. Smart and then world. I see these videos and I'm just like, what? This dude is in my neighborhood. Where is he? And then you gave me your address and I show up to your house and I'm like, yo, You're right hey, that's my house. <laughs> but I just moved two weeks ago, but it's all good. So it was just crazy just how circumstance happens and you figure out that you're close to these people for so many yeah. years and you didn't even know. Hell yeah, bro. And then skateboarding and music yeah. bring us all together. It's beautiful. All together. It it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Skateboarding. I wouldn't be rapping, man. That's awesome. You know, so that's the influence. Um, so now, like, I'm starting to listen to your songs, and obviously, I, I notice like a common theme throughout all the songs is that they're just like blatant, just like shout outs to one specific realm of pop culture. You pick a topic and go for it. So we had Hammer Time yeah. about Thor. 
We had Jameis Winston. We had Bruce Wayne. We had Black Joe Dirt. Austin Powers. Nutty Professor. <laughs> it's a list, man. It's long. So we go through this long list, and then we get to the magical hit mm-hmm. that busts you onto the scene. Let's talk about it. Dale Earnhardt. Hell yeah. Uh, were you always an NASCAR fan, or just a fan of jackets? You know, I was. You know, I was always a fan of going to the thrift store. You know oh, what I'm saying? Sick. Like growing. That's up, the only place I get recognized at. Just so you know. <laughs> Is that Scotty? I, it's happened. It's happened before. But anyway, back That's to you. Sick. Oh, okay. So I've always been a fan of, you know, thrifting. So, you know, we we live in Florida, so it's Daytona, you know, NASCAR capital. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I was always seeing NASCAR shirts at the thrift store, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't into NASCAR at all, but the shirts just look cool as they're, fuck. Dude, they're beautiful. You know what I'm saying? All, the all over print. Yeah, bro. Bright colors. It, it reminded me of, like, Cash Money album covers or No like, Limit album covers. Just a whole bunch of shit going on. Big bold like the uh, like the bootleg yeah. rap tees, right? You know what I'm saying. So I was like, damn, like these are really fire. This is back then when I wasn't into NASCAR at all, but yeah. I just got the shirts and started wearing them. You know what I'm and saying? See, that's what stopped me from buying them when when I was looking at them because I could recognize. I was like, dude, these are so sick, but like, I don't know who this dude is. Yeah, and I don't drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, you know, I don't drink Mountain Dew. Uh, like. All these sponsors are crazy, but this is yeah. a wild shirt. Like, yeah. So I, I mean, I started buying them and collecting them and like selling them just because they, they kind of got hot. They're like yeah. super hot yeah. for a minute. They're, they're, they're in right now. If they're not, if, if the, what, 2020 NASCAR tees is, yes, people are, people are, you know, I've gone to, I've gone to different shops and like people are like taking them and like selling them for a bunch of Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Like, so woo! you're not a NASCAR fan, just a fan of jackets. How, like, what is just oh, like, yeah, yeah. all right, know. I got to write a song about Dale, like, I got to write a song about Dale Earnhardt. Okay. Like, how do you get to that? So, me being, uh, me being so influenced by uh, just the NASCAR t-shirts, jackets, all of that, I was with, this is so funny, I was with, uh, it was me and Pablo and our DJ and our management at the time, we was in Texas. And for reference, Pablo was his filmer. Oh yeah, who was also sitting with us the today. Man, man behind the camera, all filmed, the videos. filmed every video. But uh, we was all in Texas for uh, South by Southwest 2018. Okay, it was like in March 2018. So we're in the Airbnb chilling. Everybody goes out. Everybody goes out, and uh, they go to this show that uh, Lyrical Lemonade was doing. But uh, I didn't want to go out. I was tired. Pablo stayed in too. He was editing videos. So I was like, man, I'm going to stay in and write some music. So in my head, I was like, I want to make a song about Dale Earnhardt. So I go through like 10 different beats and I'm like, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt. Just waiting for a beat to write. Yeah, and then like none of them really stuck. And then my homie Chris Surreal, uh, he sent me the, the Dale Earnhardt beat. And I was like, this is it. This is it right here. And like, you know what I'm saying? I... If I if I had went out that night, I wouldn't have made that song. So you know what I'm saying it's in my head. It was like the universe told me to stay in that night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And write a song about Dale Earnhardt. And uh, you know that's that's a common thing with artists. Mm. Just like, dude, it, it came like yeah, like where yeah. did you get that? It came to me. Yeah, man, it came to me. Like a lot, I, a lot of came them. to me in a dream. Like I woke up and was like, oh wow, I started writing. Like, yeah, a lot of them do. Like a lot of my songs are like just boom, 
Or like, uh, so the, the obvious, like we talk about the pop culture inspiration, is that something where you're just like watching a movie? Yeah. You're like watching Justice League and you're just like, oh, I'm watching, my boo. Like, I'm, watching like, I'm watching, okay, so. Because obviously like the, the, the latest one to really hit was Joe, the Joe Exotic song. Yeah. So like obviously like Tiger like Tiger King just took takes over the world. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they're asking they're asking President Trump about Tiger King and his like White House press conferences. They're trying they're to asking get Trump him, to like get him out, right? Or something. They, dude, they're trying to get Trump to literally uh what's the word for the forgiveness, the pardon. They're like trying to get him to pardon Joe Exotic and free, yeah. like and he's just like I I wonder who's running. I haven't watched it. I don't know. Like, but it's funny, like how something like that just like takes over the world pop culturally, yeah. and then you see that, and you're like, "All right, time to get to work." Yeah. Like I was, my main influence was just dude. I didn't know there was so much culture behind Big Cat Rescue, like, and bro, like, yeah, because you see, I mean, you hear the uh, ads on the radio. And then they have like billboards for it, but I've never been there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Like, like in town and country. Okay, so Big Cat Rescue is right next to Citrus Park Mall. So oh, okay. I, I stayed like ten minutes away from it, so I always knew about Big Cat, but like never cared to go. Like, didn't know any of that shit was going on. So I was like, "What? This is nuts." I, <laughs> uh, I actually recently found out my mom went to like uh, middle school and high school. With uh, what's the Don Lu- Don uh, Lewis? Are you talking about her husband? Or yeah, the, uh, Dan Dan Lewis or whatever went to his school with either him or his daughter, like the family, someone in his family. Like, oh, so my mom knew these people, That's and crazy. like, and it's just like, whoa, like this is happening in our town. And of course, you watch it. The liquor store that I shop at is there because that's that like when they talk about her talk, going to walk on Nebraska Avenue. Yeah, like yeah. I live off Nebraska. Hey, I live hey. off Nebraska and Broad Street, and it's a hundred percent legit, man. Like Nebraska Avenue in Tampa, Florida, is like the, you're yeah. only looking for one thing. Carol Baskin was a prostitute, man. There we go. Hot you take. put two and two together, she, <laughs> yo, because she was like, she was like. <laughs> Bro, she has said, yeah, I was walking down Nebraska to clear my mind. No. And then, like, <laughs> Dan Lewis was a millionaire driving down Nebraska trying to pick up a prostitute, bro. Yeah. Told her to hop in the car. Yeah. Like, what? Like, That's how it goes, man. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> that shit is crazy. All right. Hey, she got that bag, though. Shouts out to Carol. <laughs> Free drugs at it. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, I, I remember you, uh, in an interview, you said that you like to... Like when you're, it was talking about albums versus singles, and you said you want to put out a video mm. with every single song you do, mm. which I actually like. First off, respected because that's a grind and that's a lot of work. But yeah. second off, with the style of music you have, it totally makes sense. Yeah. To like, it's, it's, like, dude, there's got to be a video for Joe's shirt where you're in a in overalls. Yeah, we should have that on tour. Exactly. Like, like all the and, and all these music videos are crazy. Like crazy. Like uh, not not like expensive productions, just like my man Pablo and his camera. All DIY man. Like DIY, like out Jesus in the field Christ. and with four wheelers and goats and weird like. Dude, what's what's so funny is there's there's a lot of videos where like we would have to reshoot scenes. So like I would have to wear literally the same exact outfit yeah. that I wore, and like we would redo the scene like three different times, and like 
if you pay close attention, like my beard might be growing in a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same outfit. Some, uh, yeah, some continuity, yeah, yeah. Continuity, you know continuity issues. Hey, that's behind the scenes, man. <laughs> All right, and then um, so you're you're getting some uh, play with Dale Earnhardt. That's mm-hmm. starting to blow up. Mm-hmm. Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, finds the song, likes yeah. it. You start a relationship with him. That's so crazy. Dude. Ends up with you uh, actually being a, a guest at Daytona Five Hundred. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you meet Earnhardt Jr. there? Was he there? Or uh, have you got to actually have the face to face with Earnhardt Jr.? Never. So I know I know his nephew. Uh, okay. He has a nephew named Jeffrey Earnhardt. Okay. And uh, I was hanging out with Jeffrey, um, Jeffrey and his homie uh, Triv. Uh, we was like by Jeff Jeffrey's trailer, like drinking beers and shit. Cause <clears throat> it rained out that whole day at Daytona. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Out. Yeah. It rained out the whole day, and we didn't book no Airbnb or no hotel. So we had went. Cause you just planned on what driving over to Daytona, watching the race, and coming yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was rained out. You know what I'm saying? So nobody was outside. So Jeffrey told us that we can like chill in his trailer and shit. So. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure he told his uncle that I was there. Cause uh, uh, what's funny is when I tweeted out that I was at Daytona, I tagged Dale Jr. and he had liked it. So. Oh, that's cool. He knew I was out there. Instantly. It's it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, coming for sure. For sure. You're gonna have to put out a uh, another re- couple more remixes. Yeah. And then um. <laughs> and then put out a Jeff Gordon track just yeah. to like. Yeah, you know, troll right. him a little bit and be like, "What? This dude doesn't mess with me anymore, man. He's out here. <laughs> he doesn't switch sides. He doesn't switch sides. Me. He's out here chilling with Jeff Gordon. Like, <laughs> what? What? Okay, hold on. Let me reach out to this cat. That's like, funny. Yeah, shouts out Dale Jr. Man, for real. And uh, let's see what we got here, dude. My dude. So obviously, we've been social distancing. We've been trying to set this up. We decided we're gonna be safe, but we are gonna meet up in the same room and do this. But not before we talk about your diss track on the coronavirus. Dude. You did it. You know what? Like, all right. So I had no plan on making that song at all. And uh, my producer, Polo Boy Shoddy, he, he sent me a beat. And it was him coughing. That's actually him coughing over the beat. And I was like, yo, this shit is Time to go to work. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I literally, bro, I wrote it in like five minutes, dude. I was like, fuck coronavirus. And, like, my girl was right next to me. So I'm singing it to her. I'm like, fuck coronavirus. I'll punch him in the jaw. She was like, it's kind of fire. Like, I'm... She was like, I like it. So I was like, all right, bet. So then, dude, like, uh, it was kind of like after I made the song, it was just like a spark in my brain of a million ideas. So I was like, I'm going to make hand sanitizers to it. Like, yeah, because he, like, <laughs> you know like, like, he came out with Big Baby Scumbag Hand Sanitizer. Dude. Uh, at first, cause at first, dude, like people were like, people were like, how dare you like take advantage of like <laughs> a pandemic and try and capitalize and, but it's like, you there's bro, there's how many companies are making masks and hand sanitizers and dude, like, all this shit. Yeah. Like, pure, like, and when you deal with any situation like this globally, there's going to be, uh, companies that falter because of it and then yeah. you have those people that lucked out they get to benefit from yeah, it like, so like, uh, like the paper it's a pretty good pretty good it'd be a pretty good quarter for the paper towel industry yeah. uh toilet paper industry is killing it 
hand sanitizer like, killing it I feel like as long as you acknowledge that okay this is a serious man and like people yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Out I mean, and then, getting sick and dying but you and know. it's not like you were out there like uh, those those two dudes that got caught like buying all the san- hand sanitizer because they thought they were gonna flip it on eBay and like make it just make a crap yeah, load of money. Uh, You're like like yeah, they was there's so many companies that you can take any product you want and put your name. You can put your name on you can put your name on anything yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Lighters, yeah. matchbooks, yeah. like the condoms. You just condoms. <laughs> My man just chose to be topical and pick something that people are using hey. right now, and that's. Some good marketing, hey, if you man, ask me. It's, it's hopping on the hopping on the opportunity, man. Yeah, get it while it's hot, you know. And speaking of get it while it's hot, I really like your uh, like your approach to rap music and like your your uh, self awareness of like your place in it and what could the future be and and it's just like uh, like you're just like kind of be my fan now. Mm. Rap music might not be here tomorrow. I might not be here tomorrow, but I'm letting you guys know this is a stepping stone for me, man. I'm trying to do much bigger things than rap music. Um, thanks for having me, but I, I don't want to be here long. Uh, and you're, you're very outright with I've read I read that in multiple interviews that you had that you were just like rap music is a stepping stone. I want to act. I want to be on a Netflix show. I want to like be rich and like. Dude, rap like, music isn't necessarily going to get me there, but it's going to help. I don't want to be like in my 30s trying to like chase a hit, bro. Like, I don't want to be in my late 30s, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to get a number, breaking my neck to get a number one hit, dude. And, and it's like, you can't rap about the same shit. I can't rap about the same shit when I'm in my 30s that I'm rapping about now. It's just like, right, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like it's, it's funny because, like, I used, to, I used to dabble in like stand up comedy. But if I watched my, I was in like my mid twenties. Now I'm in my later thirties. Mm. If I watched my comedy, I would not think I was funny at all. <laughs> like what this the, guy sucks. like what the hell are you talking about up there, kid? Like <laughs> what are you like? So how how's everybody doing now? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's uh, and then um, yeah, just like the 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 realness of like be my fan now, um, yeah, like and. If somebody came out in skateboarding like that, it would not be very well received, be and he would be and he would be kicked out. Like, like if you just came if you came out in skateboarding and put out a, a interview and was just like, I'm using skateboarding as a stepping stone to something else. Mm. Like you wouldn't even they'd be canceled. Man. Skateboarding would take away your stone. Yeah, like yeah. you'd have nothing to step on. They yeah. like they just like there's like skateboarding rap music real quick to call out like the fake stuff and. You That's why out. I think a lot of people are like appreciate you. Yeah. It's pretty authentic, like and just like your songs are just like they're fun, they're catchy. Yeah, man. And then just like try to be as relatable as possible. Like too. me now. Yeah, I try to be as very transparent, very relatable. I'm not some like superstar rapper. Like I'm not gonna sell you this like fucking superstar image, man. Like that shit's all smoke and mirrors for a lot of these guys, man. Just, I want to be transparent with you. I'm touchable. Yeah, and like you know you're not you're not like super flashy with your gear. Yeah. Like, like you're not like out man. here like trying to like be the hottest like check me out in my supreme hat. Like yeah, I'm man. this expensive ass rapper. Like like you're very like yeah, man. You got a humbling look. Like you sh- like you show up here, you got some gold chains. Wearing a Shaquifa shirt for me. Yeah, man. Like, I was like, I, man. For, I forgot this wasn't video. I was like, it'd be disrespectful to not wear this. <laughs> like, yeah, just like, it's, and, and it's nice to see that. And it's like, it's nice to see, like, a dude that could command attention without, like, saying, like, 
yo, like, look at me, look like, at me, look yeah, at me. Like, yeah, you're just putting yeah. your shit out, and just like people want to look at you just because it's so fun, and yeah, like, they yeah. feel like they're a part of something, and like part of an experience. Like, it's really yeah. fucking cool. For like the fans know, the people know, when it's like, uh, uh, you know, like a like a like an image or like a tryhard, you know. So yeah, man, I try to be as as, as relatable, transparent as even with my tweets, dude. Like. I just try to dude you're tweeting about everyday shit you're like yeah. tweeting about Yu-Gi-Oh and like talking <laughs> shit about like Hooters Wings and how they're not like S tier actually know. they are S- they S- are they, Hooters Hooters have the best and uh, I'm I'm S tier what is, what is is that S-tier, like top what S-tier, does the S mean S tier is better honestly I think it's super super I don't know but it's it's higher than A so then there's okay. A I mean there's S A B C and N so S tier is the top of the top. Gotcha. It might be superior or super. I don't know. So yeah, this dude's out here like, like he's he's on Twitter every day communicating with his fans. Like, oh, yeah. I see girls like throwing themselves at you on Twitter, and you're just like, yo, settle down. Like, yeah, yeah, nah, <laughs> please, please. My girl see all that shit. Of course she does. <laughs> of course, you're act- If you think you're actually communicating with him on Twitter, that's actually her. It's her. <laughs> kidding i don't know i don't know that to be true or not i don't know that to be true or not but uh dude so you started skating at skate park of tampa started rapping became a rapper got popular in skateboarding and in rapping and then recently you got to perform at skate park of tampa yeah yeah, uh tampa pro weekend yeah man like how was that i think think am i'm sorry it was tampa am tampa am weekend crap load of people there and then just like boom you like you started skating in that building and then now you're performing there as a rapper what was that like how was that i remember back in the day when i was transitions and uh i wasn't going to those hardcore shows but all my homies were yeah you know what i'm saying my homies were in bands that were performing okay those hardcore shows so i was like damn yo it's kind of surreal right now yeah because i remember back when the, it was like a snack it was a snack bar and like there was like pool table there was a pool table yep. a TV like it wasn't like the stage how it is now you know what I'm yeah, yeah 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 so like just being on that stage and just like yeah I helped uh, I helped like build out that original snack bar you were talking about oh, with word, the pool table word, word. so yeah nah, I remember when the shit was like two separate buildings like yeah you know what I'm saying so I was like dead. like while I was performing you know it was going through my head like all the times like all the contests I done went to was it was it like on a, it was like on the movie Dewey Cox where you're just out there staring out into the world and then uh, <laughs> the dude tries to be like hey it's time and you like shut him up and then, and then your manager comes up and he goes big baby has to think about his entire life before he hits stage Low like, key, it's like, like, it's, like do you remember that scene from Dewey Cox like, I've never I've never you never saw Walk Hard oh my gosh so you gotta watch Walk Hard the scene at the beginning where he's just like staring out into the abyss and then the dude comes up he's like hey it's time for you to perform and then the manager comes and cuts him off he's like Dewey has to contemplate his entire <laughs> life before he goes on stage yeah there he is right there you know what I feel that though cause there are a lot of moments when I'm like that like I hate oh my god dude I hate when like I'm about to perform and like a bunch of people are just coming up to me talking to me like oh like you excited? Are you nervous? Like, yeah, just yeah, all yeah, of my face. I'm just like, bro. I need time. Like, get I got zone. I got to yeah. get in my zone, yeah. bro. Like, especially when we was on tour, like in the green room, dude. Leave me alone, dude. Like, give me like, 
just give me a few minutes to gather everything. Like, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Like you got to get ready. Like hell yeah. But yeah, it was it was exactly how you were saying, dude. At the skate park, I was like, yeah, I was just soaking it all in. I was like, it's pretty cool, man. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yeah, dude. I wanna I wanna do pro I wanna do pro uh, next year and the M next year too hopefully so well, I'm sure they would love to have you hell yeah man and then uh, so we were talking about collabs and your own like uh, signature products you made a condom you made some hand sanitizer oh yeah but outside of that dude looking at this crazy beer can hell yeah man my man's got his own signature beer through a local uh, beer brewery in Tampa the Hidden Springs Ale Works and he came out with the uh, the silly rabbit. Ale, which is crazy. It's a uh, fruit cereal, burliner, vice with milk sugar. With milk sugar. Yes, and, uh, dude, that just sounds <laughs> like uh, a bellyache, but a pretty good bellyache. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> you definitely can't drink a bunch of them. Yeah, oh, like uh, like the, the limeritas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love those things, yeah. but yeah, you nah, can only yeah. have two. And it'll then you gotta, yeah, like, it'll, it'll send you to the bathroom for sure. But, uh, dude, <laughs> just like coming out with products, coming out with songs, very, uh, like, it's all on brand. It's so it's it's there. all it's, on brand. It's all like, on brand, dude. Like uh, silly rabbit. So was there a song to go with the beer? Well, no, there wasn't a song. But okay. the the name of the beer comes from the song Jelly, and in the song Jelly, I say silly rabbit, you can't have it. I got carrots in my tooth. Okay. So that was a uh, silly rabbit was a play off of that that lyric, and uh, we just decided, hey, let's put trick cereal. In the beer, and uh, at first, like they, because they proposed the idea, and I was like, "Tricks, like, I don't know, man." But then I was like, "But then I thought about, it. I was like, you know, this is this is a drink that anybody can drink, like, you know, what I'm saying it's not it's beer, but it doesn't taste like beer." Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know a lot of females and like a lot of a lot of dudes too. Like, they, you know, they don't like the taste of beer. Like, I, you know, what I'm saying like, so that's something that's drinkable. Yeah, you know like I'll go to the bar and my girl at Reservoir, I'll tell her a color, mm. and she makes me a drink that color. Like depending on my mood, I'm like, yo, like make me something green. Mm. <laughs> You'll get like a green margarita. Yeah, yeah. something. I'm like, yo, like make me something. Like, ah, man, I'm feeling red today. Like maybe yeah. something red. And yeah. she knows the like Bloody Mary. I don't mess with the Bloody Marys, <laughs> but like, like some type of like Starburst shot or like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I like I like fruity drinks that mm. come with like. Candy, like all those big, like you ever been to the Sugar Factory? I've heard of it. Okay, well they make these huge drinks that come in the fish bowls, and they're like stuffed with candy, oh, and like, man. dude, it's like a alcoholic drink, but mm-hmm. stuffed with like a pound of Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Are those the drinks with the? It'll have, they'll have the beer turned upside down in it. I, I've yeah. have seen those, the Corona Ritas. Yeah, yeah, that's those. some good shit too. Yeah, man, for I gotta, sure. I got to test those out, but yeah, I wanted to make a beer that you know anybody can enjoy. You know, not just beer drinkers. It, it tastes just like juice. It's, yeah. It's alcoholic juice, pretty much. Sick. And so uh, my man has been traveling the world. Oh, yeah. He's been to one of my favorite countries. Uh, spent some time traveling in Sweden. Sweden. Uh, been to Malmo a couple times. Malmo? Where's uh, uh, is that close to Stockholm? I'm not sure. Malmo is like a very short uh, train ride from Copenhagen. Okay. So it's like, I think it's like 
south, south, super south, like right on the border. Like if you go to Malmo, you fly into the airport at Copenhagen and take a train okay. to Malmo. You don't fly into Sweden. Yeah, you, bro, in, bro, in Europe, the, the train system is so cool. So on point. You can take a train to anywhere in Europe, bro. Like, I remember when we was in London, bro, like, dude, as soon as we touched down, like, we could have went to fucking Germany, we could have went to fucking Spain, wherever the fuck, just from that train station. It's, it's sick, man. And, uh, so, let's see what else we got here. Damn, weird. We pounded through. That. We can talk about the uh, little beak a lot. Yeah, let's talk about something you want to talk about, man. What do you got coming up? Uh, Just finished up this new project, uh, www.flexedupshoddy.com. Flexed up shorty? Flexed up. Flexed Flexed up. up. Yeah, flexedupshoddy.com. It was influenced by a Trick Daddy album called (laughs) (laughs) www.thug.com. And... It, it's it, it was actually back in it came out in 98 and what's very cool about it is it was actually a real website you know what i'm saying okay like uh i'll show you the website but um you you just found a website that existed 15 years ago and then rebought it and just well held now on so, to it? so thug.com that was trick daddy shit actually yeah. thug.com still works if you was to go to it so i was like I'm so influenced by Trick Daddy, you know, Trick Daddy being from Florida. So I feel like I had to like pay homage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is what the website looks like. And All this right. is if you was to see the original cover, the original Trick Daddy cover looks just like that. Okay. But yeah, uh, you know, since we've all been locked in in quarantine, you know, I was already halfway done with the project. Yeah. But uh, I just didn't know what like when I wanted to release it, just because like we're all in quarantine and you know what I'm saying I don't know if people want new music yet. But uh, it's super uh, super delicate times right now. Nobody really knows what the right thing to do is. It's it's kind of crazy. Like no matter what you do, there's gonna be people like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You should have done it like like yeah, no matter what yeah, you do or say. Right. Like if you wear a mask, you got the no maskers calling you out if you don't wear a mask you got you got the maskers that want to fight you like, dude i was dude i was have you seen like pic like pictures of like people in the stores and dude i've seen a picture of like a dude in like a whole like scuba outfit like oh like, just people just Lowe's. trying to be stupid like <laughs> there was a picture of a dude in lowe's right he was in lowe's and he had a fucking he had a thing over his head and he had like the noodles that you swim with and he had noodles. He made, like, a, he made a six foot bubble. Yeah, bro. So it was like guy. a noodle this way. Yes. Yes. I was like, yo, this shit is hilarious. Uh, my, my, dad, my dad told me he was going to make a shirt that says, if you don't stand six feet away from me, I will take that as a direct a, a direct okay. effort to end my life and I will act accordingly. I'm standing my ground. Like he wanted to put that on a t-shirt and I was like, dad. That's so much to read. I get it. <laughs> and you're absolutely right. Like, you can't do that, dude. You can't do that. Like, <laughs> this is the this is the original Trick Daddy cover. Oh, wow. Yeah, you look, yeah, it, looks, so yeah it looks just like it. Back in 98, that was a real website. Like the whole okay. Windows dude, 98. You can see the ancient web. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, man. Shouts out to Trick Daddy, man. Yes, but yeah, dude. This uh, this uh, I feel like this quarantine thing was uh, was good to like a lot of people, like artists. You know what I'm saying? Gave us time to like 
you know, thinking like just, you know, just not fucking go outside all the time and fucking just, yeah, you know, just uh, give us the time to, you know, focus it, on it. It forced a lot of people to get creative. Um, it uh, kind of forced some people's hands to do certain things. Like, uh, you know, I had nothing else to do. So I started a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hell and yeah that's why we're here right now. Yeah, we're yeah. here doing this podcast because of quarantine, because I can't work on events. We can't run events. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting to the end of that to where we're starting to think about things we can do. Yeah. But, dude, we just were just brainstorming. Like, what can we do yeah, to stay yeah, relevant? Yeah, yeah. What can we do to stay in the eyes of our fans? What can we do to still be the border and yeah. be us and do something at anything at all? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is what we got. Oh, so yeah. thank you for joining us. No problem. Um, I have one <laughs> more question for you. And uh, it's a serious one, man. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Oh, dude. If you don't know the quote, go look up the quote. I'm not going to play it for you. you. You've heard the quote, man. If you haven't, then you're... <laughs> oh, man. I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> and, and please speak freely, man. Say what you, say what you want, man. I just think... Uh, for one, I don't know why he told that the Charlemagne of all... Dude, like, I feel like Joe Biden was just waiting to say that to somebody. Like, waiting. Like, he was just, like, I don't think he came up with that right on the spot. Like, he was holding on to A writer. It. A writer wrote that for him yeah. and said, figure out a time to put this yeah, in. Yeah, no, I feel like he was just holding on to that just to make his point for just one. And, uh, yeah, I just find it really funny how it was Charlemagne that was tired. Like, in that moment, Charlemagne represented all black people. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it kind of sucks because Joe Biden made it seem like, oh, like, of course you're not going to vote for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Trump doesn't want you guys to win. So uh, it's almost like you have no, like, Joe Biden's making you feel like we have no choice but to vote for him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I don't know. It, it, that doesn't make people feel comfortable. I, like I think it's gonna. I honestly think it's gonna encourage people to not vote. Yeah, like, like uh, you know what I'm saying. Like Shit. we're seriously in a South Park situation where we're voting between a giant turd and a douche sandwich or whatever it was. Yeah, like, or a yeah. giant douche and a turd sandwich. Like what are we? Like both those dudes are just so. Regardless of their politics, they're unsupportable as people. Dude, Dave like, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, uh, on one of his specials, he was saying how like uh, that he was saying how he voted for Hillary, but he wasn't proud of it. <laughs> you know, there so, we go. See, like, like you know, so hey, man, I I vote. Last time I voted was um, when I voted for Obama. This is like dude, me too. I, I was this is this was his second term. Yeah, like so, uh, two thousand. Uh, like 2012 I don't know I don't know I voted for Obama I remember going to vote for Obama for his first time yeah I wasn't even yeah I wasn't even old enough to vote and then uh, the the second time I was like man he's got this I was like (laughs) (laughs) like he was against Mitt Romney like Mitt Romney I think was was, was who he was going against and I'm like dude you can't even vote on that name like you can't vote for somebody that's just named Mitt Romney yeah now you sound sketchy so you didn't stand a chance dude so that was like that was the last time I voted was for Obama and then yeah and then like yeah I didn't vote for uh, 
I didn't go vote for Trump because I, was, uh, I just couldn't see myself voting for either of them. Yeah, nah, dude. So a lot of I feel like a lot of voters they're gonna feel like ah uh, like it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like when your parents tell you to do chores when you was little and like if you did them on your own you would have no problem with doing them but yeah. the fact that they was like. Wash the dishes. <laughs> it's like it makes it's, me not want to watch dude, it. Dude, it's uh, it's the never-ending struggle with my fiance to get <laughs> shit done. Like, you know like, dude, you've told me three times. Now I'm definitely not going and to it's do like, it. And like, it's like, and then they try to play like, oh, like if I don't tell you, then you're not going to do it. It's like, no, like you want to tell me a million times on yeah. your own. Like, <laughs> I heard you the first time. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so there we go. For sure, I think we're uh, at a good spot. Talked about a lot of things. The origins of the man known as Big Baby Scumbag. We're going to drink some Silly Rabbit beer. Uh, I'm going to go listen to the coronavirus song one more time and make sure I wash my hands. Hell yeah. Wash your ass. Hell yeah. Keep clean. Stay (laughs) safe, everybody. Once again, uh, we're doing this. We're here. I don't have an intro yet. No outro. Maybe that's the outro. I got to make a jingle. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Right here for us, we got Big Baby Scumbag. I'll make a little jingle. Yeah. Uh, do we need a beat? Do you... Can I... Uh, do you have an instrumental on YouTube? Uh, uh, let me see if I can... Hold on. I want to make... I, want, I, I do want to make this happen now. We on the border show. We on the border show. Chilling with Scotty. You already know. We on the... <laughs> Chilla with Scotty. Big Baby Scumbag. Hammer Time. Instrumental. Really? That's on YouTube? Yes. Oh, shit. From Ben Waiting Beats. Is it a remake? Or is that... That's the... I don't know. Here it comes. What? How'd they do that? (laughs) All right. Official. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we on the border show, chilling with Scotty, yeah, ooh, kick, flip, ooh, yeah, with the body, yeah, I got Gucci on my fucking body, yeah, it was a Shaquifa shirt, ooh, I'ma put him in the dirt, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a loop. I didn't think it was going to be the whole thing all the way through. All right, well, we're going to workshop that. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll put in a verse. Yeah, nah, for real, I'm, bro, I'm going to make a jingle, dude. I'll make hey, a but, but for real, I've... Uh, I wrote 16 bars like a year ago, and I want to use it in one of your tracks. Yeah? Hey, man, I need the feature. <laughs> I need the feature, for real. All right. And there we go. You heard it here first. Look for Scotty the Body. Yes, sir. Maybe I'll use my rap name, Body Crons. Yes, sir. Let's do it. On a Big Baby Scumbag track coming 2020-something. <laughs> 2029. <laughs> 2030. Let's get it. Thanks for listening to the show. Yes, we'll see you sir. next time. Yeah, that's it.